Hey, Julie. Hi, honey. How are you? I'm 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 better. I was sick all week and figures, you know, once you like leave a job and it's like yeah. they, I looked it up. They ha- there's a name for it. Um it's called a letdown. Okay. Because like maybe for weeks on end, like, you know, maybe you know, like you know, you're interviewing, you're getting ready to go, you're stressed out, there's lots happening, lots to coordinate, you're not telling anybody yet, then you tell them, then you're transitioning, and then you're, you know. You know, you know the end is coming, and then you're excited about the new thing, and then in between you take, hopefully, can take a break, um, and you get sick. Like right. it all just crescendos, and so that's right. what happens. Because your me. body is like, no, no, we're using this week to chill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was yeah. like, if you don't pay attention, we'll, you know, like it, if you don't do it, we'll do it for you, <laughs> basically, which is what happened. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, I have like a little residual. I feel a lot better. Good. But I was like, first I was, I, I've taken two COVID tests in the last week. So I'm fine. No COVID, yeah. thankfully. But uh, Although it <laughs> seems like I have a good friend who currently has COVID and she took three at-home tests and then oh. she went to take it because she was, her daughter was positive. So she oh. was like, I'm not feeling well. I have a fever. Like, what else could it be? I'm living in the house with someone with COVID. <laughs> right. So a PCR and a rapid test at urgent care came back negative. Whoa. And then on like day five of not feeling well, her at home came back positive. So wow. it seems like you can't, like, you right. don't even know. So now I'm sort of thinking, because Max and I, I don't know, maybe two months ago, Max and I both had a fever. Like, we just had a couple of days of not feeling well with a fever. We each took one rapid test that came back negative. And I was like, whatever, it's just a cold. But I'm like, maybe it was COVID. Who knows? It, it, it just seems very murky. No, yeah. Yeah. Well, you could do now the, um, you could do now the, you could go to like, I think it's Quest Laboratories and you can do, um, to see if you had antibodies. But if you've been vaccinated, does that, don't you then also have act, like antibodies? Because I was wondering I about that. N- no, I don't think so. I think, I don't know. I don't want to get it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really care that much. I'm like, well, I yeah. either have it or I didn't have it and I'll either get it or I won't. I, at this point, I'm just, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh. No, agreed. Um, so, no, I don't, th- I don't think, no. So the vaccine doesn't necessarily, if I recall, it doesn't create antibodies. It creates, it, it, when the COVID comes in, a, an infection comes in, it recognizes it so that it can then fight it. So I think at that moment, you would be creating antibodies to fight that infection coming in. Mm. Well, I'm not going to do really those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I probably got that wrong. And that's terrible that I don't know it off the top of my head. But anyway. No. Yeah. So, yeah. No. And the testing is crazy. I, I, right, I did a rapid test earlier in the week. I didn't have any fever. So I kind of figured like that was a good sign that no fever came in. Um, and every every one of my symptoms was fast. Like sore throat for 24 hours, gone, you know, next day, like, you know, nasal congestion. Okay. Right. And that's still sort of there, but, and that lingered for a couple of days, it's still lingered. But now I've got the nasal, post-nasal drip, you know, yeah. sexy voice like Phoebe. Um, yeah. It could be fine. allergies too, because I feel like, <sighs> woo, those are rough right now. The allergy season is uh It's a good us. point. Yeah. I'm not a big, I, yeah. I mean, I've had them in the past here and there, but no, not consistently, but maybe. <clears throat> Sorry. I'm glad you're feeling better. Yes, me too. Me too. Yeah. We went we went away and had a nice couple of days in Vermont and Good. that helped. You, uh, so now that you had a week of uh, 
rest and relaxation, even though I'm sure you had many plans that you wanted to do. (laughs) Did you uh, watch anything, read anything? What was your entertainment status? So uh, lots of different things. I felt like, so we finished the dropout. Okay. It's the Elizabeth Holmes. It's on my list. Yeah. It's it's good. It's good. Um, We saw first the, I think there's a documentary on one of the live streaming um, services. I don't know which one, maybe Netflix or HBO. I'm not sure. There's, so there's that. So that's like a more factual, you know, overview of what happened. And I remember it quite well just being in, in the industry in general and just all the stories constantly about what was going on and the fraud and um, and then ultimately now her her um, her court case and all that stuff. So so we started watching the Hulu um, version, which just just uh, the last episode was this past week. Excellent. I thought it was really, really good. Um, but we didn't realize that it was connected to a podcast called The Dropout. And that's what sort of simulated the whole story, the Hulu story version. Mm-hmm. So we went back to the um to to the podcast and we started and we recognized the podcast was like in its, I don't know, second or third season at this point. But it basically is cover it was covering her trial. And I'm sure it's gonna cover the next trial, which is of her partner, Sonny Bolani. Um, but um we also found the reporter that wrote the first story about potential fraud uh, back in 2015. He has his own podcast. So we started with that one. Then we went to the other one. So now we're like, and we're we're listening to both. Even though the trial is over, they're just filling in lots of different gaps. And they're also going over her trial and like her testimony and like all the different things. Because now it's all about the other guy, her partner, because um, he's also now going to trial, I think, in the next month or two. So it's like, oh, we gotta watch that. <laughs> so we're in, in it. We're, yeah, you're yeah, in it. I'm like rereading old articles. Like one of my old companies was involved. Actually, several of them. In like, you know, everybody was. Like, it was just such a big story, and an interesting. You know, it was she had been successful, been amazing, but you know, um, there was just a lot of a lot of interesting ins and outs. And like, you know, Keith and I. Are just, <laughs> I don't know. We like we we got this thing. We got this problem where we when we listen to a podcast together, we don't listen to it separately. So it's like really it, like you share an earbud. Like no, a- no. Well, we <laughs> happen to be in the car. So the oh, last okay. couple the of car hours, yeah, yeah. The yeah. last couple of hours, we were in the car, so we caught up on like a, like an hour and a half of or two hours worth of episodes. Um, but uh, yeah, now I'm stuck because I'm like, well, I'm going to be driving in the a couple times in the week so i'm like oh i think, oh, really I think a pod- so i understand waiting for a show like i you know like Nor- if I, norm and i are watching a show i understand not going but a podcast like you listen to those typically when you're alone that's the whole point. yes yeah yes. i think you but have we- to nix that rule <laughs> i know i know because we are always in the car together so it's like okay listen to a podcast listen to a podcast. yeah but we episodic episode like this is hard so yeah we're gonna right. have to like and catch up yeah. yes yeah yeah. I, yeah I agree i agree because like we just like we pause we're like oh yeah remember that like we you know it's it is like watching a real show because we just end up talking about it um that's but yeah, cool. i mean i understand the appeal and when you're both in the car like here's how you should honestly do it both listen to it separately on your commute or like whatever yeah but then if you have a car ride like if you're going to vermont be like okay listen yeah. we're both going to start right, catch up five yeah. so make sure you're at episode five yes. or whatever yes. and then you can listen together yeah, we've definitely done that in the past, like with the yeah. serial podcast that we used to watch, like let's both listen together. I mean, he, we've got other podcasts that I'm like, I don't listen and share with him, but it just happens to be a few of them that we're like, 
Yeah, no, that would try. I don't mind waiting to watch a show with Norm, but if I had to wait to listen to a podcast, I'm listening to podcasts when I'm what exactly like on the elliptical or run, right. you know, doing errands. Yeah. Uh, it would take us a year to do it together. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. And these are long podcasts too. Like they're yeah. not they're meaty hour and, and plus, you know, details. Yeah, a lot going on. Um, so I watched that. I watched um, Life and Beth, the Amy Schumer show. I want to watch that. Norm won't watch it. He's not a big fan of Amy Schumer, but I am. Yeah, um, I, I am too. A lot yeah. of people don't like her. <laughs> yeah. She rubs people the wrong way, I guess. I don't have a problem with her. No, so, And it don't. looks funny. I want to watch it. It is awkward funny. Okay. Yes. And it's, I mean, it's a little bit more of her serious side, but there's like, there are bits and pieces where you, I mean, we laughed out loud and okay. it's just like some of the characters in the show are hysterical and just strange oddball I like it. So far, I like it. We're like th we're like four or five episodes in now. So okay. um, we got to finish watching that, too. Yeah. And then the last thing I watched was um, Ronnie Chang. He's from he used to be a or I think maybe he still is a correspondent for The Daily Show. Mm -hmm. He was I, in Crazy Rich Asians. Like he's just. An yeah, I know who thing. he is. I didn't yeah. know he had a special out. Me neither. We just we ended up finding it again. I don't know what streaming service. I think Netflix. Um but it could have been something else. I don't know. I'm sure just search it for it. But it yeah. was hysterical. Okay. Like, We're going to watch that tonight then. Really good. Yeah. yeah. We could use a good laugh. Yeah. Just I like his perspective on things. And I think I, – I won't ruin it. But like he just he, – he brings that different perspective. And he talks about the different perspectives that he has growing up in an Asian country and then living outside of the United Like he just more recently came to the United States. Yeah. So as an adult, you know, so it's just a very different perspective that I always, I love that so yeah. much. And it was that really That always good. makes great comedy when people talk about like people who are <laughs> either were born in a different country or are like first generation immigrants. And then they talk about their experience of having like immigrant parents or that whole experience is always hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> like they just, it's such an interesting topic. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he was, he mentioned one thing that I, I really, that really struck me was, um, gosh, what was it? It was something like that Americans don't do what other countries do. And I think, I don't know if it was about people's culture or something. I, I can't, now I can't remember exactly what it was, but he just, he sort of made this comparison that like, you know, people in America don't ask about whatever it was, but everywhere else in the world, everybody does. And everybody's like much more open and, willing and curious about people's backgrounds and I, I don't know so it was something along those lines um and it just it just sort of like oh I have to yeah I'm excited I think I'll put me. that on the list for tonight yeah because we have uh I'm watching Julia on HBO oh I saw Night. that I want to see I'm not saw it I saw the promo promo for it mm -hmm. it's good I know you're a big oh. fan of her yeah yeah speak coming from the woman who went to the Smithsonian to see her kitchen and openly <laughs> weeped I would say <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So maybe fan is an understatement. <laughs> yeah. So I, I really, um, I love it. The woman who plays her, um, Sarah Lancaster, Lancaster, yeah. I don't know, mm -hmm. does a phenomenal job, phenomenal mm -hmm. job. Um, and David Hyde Pierce plays her husband. Oh, wow. And it's such a, you know, I kind of, I know a lot about her. I've read all of her books and, mm -hmm. but there was really a, it really brings home the fact that, like, you know, her, according to her family, she was like a tall, curvy, uh, not traditionally attractive woman, mm. which, you know, which is 
who cares? I mean, she yeah. had so many amazing qualities. It d- right. That should be the least of anyone's concern. But <sighs> in her, the time when she, gr- her growing up, that was huge. Like her family really wrote her off as mm. undesirable. Right. Um, Not going to be able to get married. And, uh, right. Right. And mm. they really never trusted why her husband loved her. Like they, he, oh, they always assumed because he was an artist. They always assumed it was for her money. Like he was just with her because what else could he see? And there was this beautiful scene where her father is kind of calling him out on this. And he picks up a picture, a photograph that he has taken of her where she's like laughing. It's a profile. And and he says, I wish you could see what I see when mm. I see her. It was just so beautiful. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just it was it's really well done. And B.B. Newworth is her best friend. <laughs> and oh my, like her character is just fantastic. Um, there, it's just, I love it. So we're on. I think episode five just dropped. So I have that to watch, and oh, I'm nice. very excited. But it's really well done, and mm-hmm. it's Julia Child. So I just, <laughs> I just love her. Yeah, that's fascinating. I, I, yeah, that's interesting. I, um, have you? Um, we started watching this, but we didn't finish the We Work or We Crashed. Right. Yeah, Apple I TV Plus. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's Jared Leto is the guy and, and then um I can't Anne Hathaway is the Gwyneth Paltrow cousin okay. who married him. <laughs> so she's just she like it's almost like Keats like I can't stand her. I don't like her as an actor. Like I just don't like her stuff as an actress. Yeah. But then like if you know who the Gwyneth Paltrow cousin woman is and how she behaved and embodies her so well that he, my husband's like, oh, he's like, oh, this is, no, I, I'm okay with this because I know that she's doing this on purpose for this character, but that's how he believes that Anne Hathaway really is. <laughs> and he may not be off. There are rumors about she's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but like, she's like the character walks around and it's always like about the, the, the husband's energy and, you know, all the things are going to accomplish together. I mean, you could see why he got an inflated brain, you know, like ego. I mean, he had, he had it already. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I can't, I'm not sure I'm going to finish watching it. I, I keep looking for, you know, when you like know a character, like they changed his face a little bit to maybe look more like the guy in real life. And, but I know it's Jared Leto. So I'm like, there's Jared Leto in there. You know, so I'm too oh, preoccupied with being like, does it look like him or not? You know? Oh, interesting. <laughs> I, just, I didn't realize that they, uh, that he was in heavy makeup. Like, yeah, I think they did something with his makeup. Ma- yeah. Just something to his nose. You know, I think he's knee deep in that type of stuff i think he likes yeah. transforming for his art yeah so i know i saw a picture of him the other day with some serious heavy eyeliner like rivaled my eyeliner in seventh grade like wow serious like down to the cheekbone oh that's 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 deep yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, oh. i've done a lot of um audiobooks lately because it's you know Ooh. garden season so i mm-hmm. listen to audiobooks um oh well, first of all, you have AirPods, right? Yeah. Are we just all going to pretend that we're people who are okay with keeping track of those? Or has everyone else lost theirs like my me? I'm on yeah, my yeah. second pair. I almost ordered a third. I can never find, like, I, I this is not something, is it just me? Like, because I am irresponsible with things. <laughs> no, but, I mean, my kids lose them a lot. I don't use mine. You don't use yours. I love them as a concept. I love them. But I think I'm going to have to go back to just the old school earbuds with a cord because I yeah. cannot, I take them off. I put them in a pocket. Then I don't remember. I, like I am forever looking for these things. Yeah. 
It's not good. Yeah. We, without, we, well, my Keith does that. He tries to find the kids. Like they have those little cases that you could clip on the thing, but right. The individual buds themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my kids, they're constantly attached to my kids' ears, but I have a problem with, you know, like one ear is bigger than the other type of thing. And so it doesn't fit comfortably. Okay. In my one of my ears. So it bothers me. So I just use the old school wired. And Keith makes fun of me all the time. He's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I just, I don't know. And then I had this problem where like sometimes if I'm using them, like multiple devices will try to switch over. It'll automatically disconnect me. And I'm just like, screw it. Stop it. (laughs) I can't control you. So I just, I'm like the wired connects to one device. And that's the only device it's going to be connected to. And it's not going to try to pick up anything else. And and I've I've had instances where I've said to Keith, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, look what it's doing. Like he's witnessed. And he's just like, I don't know why. I don't know. know, I'm I'm thinking I'm going back to um, just good old wired. My ears too. So I can only do the ones that are second generation, (laughs) third generation. Like I don't like anything that has that like soft rubber piece at the end. And it's sort of like bulbous. Yes. That does not fit in my ears. The only earbuds that fit in my ear are like the old school, you know, little yeah. ones so I don't they're like m M&M shaped yeah i have the bulbous thing yeah yeah those are like the because those are supposed to be for um you can do the noise cancellation and stuff which i i've used for sure yeah but. i can't they don't fit in my ears they just fall out I say, <coughs> it doesn't work for me so yeah. anyway but i've been listening to a lot of audiobooks when i can find my ear airpods and um i listened to so i did listen to rose run run rose run run yeah run rose run by uh, the one that Dolly Parton and James Patterson wrote. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was on my list a couple of podcasts yeah. ago. So I listened to that. It was a good story. So in in the uh, audiobook, Dolly plays herself. Like, it's Dolly in the anime. <laughs> you know, she reads her part. So it's really fun. Um, you know, she plays a different... She p- basically plays herself with a different name, right? right. So... Uh, it was really, I mean, it was just a, you know, it was a, it was a good story to get lost in while you're doing other things. And then um, I just listened to Maria Shriver's book that I thought was brand new, but it was, it came out in 2018 and it was called, um, oh, what was the name of it? It's like uh, Reflections, Prayers and Meditations or something. I was just looking for something that was a little like a little thought provoking. And it was, I mean, it was um, what I was looking for in like live in the moment, appreciate yeah. the kids, that kind of stuff. It's a little outdated. So, because I looked it up because like one of the things she says in the book is like she really tries to tout that her family, you know, is philanthropists and they really care, and which certainly parts of that are true, I'm sure. Um, But like one of the things she says to prove, you know, how in touch they are is that her father would never let them join the local country club because it didn't let blacks and Jews join. And I was like, Mm. Maria, like, did you really? I was like, really? Is that what you're saying right now? That that makes you in touch with people that, you know. So then I was like, what year was this written? This can I was like, this can't be as recent as I thought. So it's 2018. So it was, you know, but. Still, so there's some parts of it that I'm like, really, I I just yeah. fast forward. I'm like, I can't with you. But other parts of it were, you know, where she talks about like her children and coming to terms with her youngest son. Um, so I guess he graduated high school in 2018. So she talks a lot about, you know, finding yourself after being a mother and that kind of stuff. So I listened to those parts and those parts were good. The mm. other, uh, some other parts, she's pretty out of touch. Um, <laughs> 
And now I'm I'm going to start listening to a book called Walking to Listen. Okay. uh, By Andrew Horsehofel. (laughs) (laughs) But I thought you would like it. Walking. So it's this young man who goes on this journey. He walks 4,000 miles across the United States. Wow. And he tells stories about everyone he meets, all these different experiences. Nice. And yeah, it's supposed to be really good. And I thought of you because you seem to like, um, you know, books that are the, like those kind of physical journeys. Like you, you yes. always seem to be reading a book about someone who's like hiking to the top of something alone or. Yes. I, yes. <laughs> yes. Right. I, I I relate to those things. Yeah. Uh, a yeah. lot. Yeah. No, I'll have to check that out. Mm-hmm. I have to go. I was meant to go to the library this week to finally get an account and so I can do the online audio yeah. stuff. Um, but that didn't happen. Yeah, do it. Do it. Yeah, I will. I will. Yeah. I just looked up the hours, but I'm not going to make it today. I'll get there Monday before Monday. we move. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> are, I we, like, are we done with our entertaining? Uh, yeah. Section? Yeah. Yes. Well, one more entertaining thing: Wordle. Oh, I know we I were both stopped. doing it. Well. I think since New York Times has taken it over, it kind of sucks. Yes. Did you read? I have to send you. I don't know where it was. Somebody wrote an article about that exact topic Uh when they took over. And they were like, is it really any different? And, and, you know, why don't we believe New York Times when they say it's not an, they didn't do a thing? Yeah, they did. did. The whole article is about confirmation bias. And it's really like Keith and I were talking about it for weeks afterwards. But I I kept playing and I I I just lost after like a 40 week streak, 40 game streak, not 40 week, 40 game streak. And then I was like, I'm done. I don't know. I wasn't getting the joy out of it. Yeah. That I so was. I'm still playing because my mom plays every day. Okay. And so it's kind of cute. She texts me every morning. She's like four. And I right. text back three or five yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yes. So it's kind of cute. We check in with each other every morning over it. So I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. But um, but we both notice a difference. It's like it used to be a feel-good, fun thing. Yeah. And now it feels like they're trying to screw us every day. Like it just feels like it's purposely somehow different. And it, the words are pretty – it's not like the words are words we haven't heard of. I It's just something about the energy of the game – has changed. Yeah. But this is, this, I got to find this article for you because it's exactly, that's exactly what it's all about. And he's like, but is it like, I, I don't know. It really, um, yeah, I, I, there's, I forgot what it is. I don't know who wrote it, but I'll find it. Find it, send it to, send it to me because yeah. I, it, it just has, it's just They claim different. it's not. They say it's not, but they I agree lie. with you. I, I they felt, lie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, I felt a different energy with it too and I didn't like it. Yeah. And some like, of the words were shitty. Like I didn't think they were good words. Yeah. And I saw an interview with one of I guess one of the guys or the director at New York Times who's kind of overseeing this. And he did kind of say that he they are putting a lot of thought into like trying to trick people or pick words that could have, it could be multiple words. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like when it was just some guy who had done this for his girlfriend in quarantine and there wasn't all of that behind it. It was just good natured. Yeah fun and you really can feel it you can feel it in the game it doesn't feel the same no i feel it feels whether whether they've tinkered with it or not it i still don't like the idea of this big behemoth behind it nope that they could tinker with it and and i don't 
I mean, I used to like some of the things that um, New York Times did, like their with their you know crosswords, and I used to be a fan of all that. I stopped doing all of that, but but I felt like okay, maybe Wordle. And then when he sold it, yeah, I was kind of I was happy for him, but at the same time, I was like, well, you just I just yeah, right, exactly. Better when I, was... I didn't know anything about you and care about you. I just wanted to play the game. Yeah, it just felt better. It just felt better in the beginning. It doesn't have that same feeling anymore. So, yeah, but I will keep playing because it does. Um... In fact, my mom didn't connect me one morning and I was like, I went and checked on her. I was like, she okay? <laughs> yeah, there's so stories. I've heard stories like that too. Yeah, like, so oh, it's my a mother good didn't check in. Yeah, it's yeah. a good way to keep in touch and keep track. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I I was I was sticking with it because I was like, I'm gonna just keep doing it, just kind of get over my confirmation bias um about what I thought was going on and just play because I enjoyed it. And I just I I would go on Twitter and I would still people, people would complain about it and complain about the word of the day. And you'd be like, oh, it's not really a word or it's a stupid word or that double L or whatever, you know, whatever. You're just like, come on. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I stopped. I, yep. I said to myself when I, when I lost, whenever that was going to be, because I was trying to beat my old record of wins and I just came short of it. So and then yeah. I was like, man, I'm done. I've never lost. I've never lost. I've never, got, I've gotten it in six, but I've yeah. never not gotten it. But I did forget to play one day. Oh, that's so, happened to me once too. And then it, it, you just lose all your stats, which yep. I was devastated. Me too. I don't know how I forgot when it happened. And I was like, oh, this is the beginning of the end. Yep. And that was after they had been purchased by New York Times. So I think it's something related to that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's just that. not as good. It just is not right. as good. Yeah. The Times made me forget somehow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I think I now understand the concept of the separate bedroom. Uh oh. I know. I used to think that this was very sad, <laughs> mm-hmm. and like, the, like, oh, how sad. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing: it's nothing about sharing a bed with my like. That's the least of the problems. Like sleeping right. next to each other is not a problem. Sharing a bed is not a problem. Being intimate not a like none of that is the problem it's just like my husband has bouts of insomnia yeah and so he'll be up like till two or three in the morning like last night he didn't come to bed till like almost four now Uh, I go to bed super I was asleep by like nine so if you wake me up at four which you're going to if you come upstairs now I'm up like there's no going back because I've already slept for seven hours so there's no Going back to sleep for me. Okay, so now I'm up. So I get up. He goes to bed. I get up. And I'm not really ready to get ready for the day at 4 a.m., right? I go downstairs. I, like, read. I have a cup of tea. I check on my seedlings. I do all those things. And now it's, like, 8 a.m., and I want to take a shower and get dressed and do things. But But now I don't want to wake him up. Right. Like, it. so it's it's not the bed or sharing it. But having your own space to get ready <laughs> would be really good. Or having a separate bedroom for, like, if you can't sleep and you're going to be tossing and turning and turning on the light and reading and watching TV and all that stuff. Like, I'm, I'm kind of like, yeah, I, I, for the first time, I, like, I see the appeal. <laughs> yeah, I... Uh, yeah, I remember feeling like when I ended up wanting my own blanket, mm-hmm. that, that was a big deal. Yeah, not, not that my husband was 
concerned about having, but, but my own head, you know, yeah. that mom, that wife, like, Oh, is there something, you know, what does this mean? And it's like, no, I just, I sleep a certain way. Yeah. And I want to be comfortable and it helps me sleep. Um, now I just look forward to people not interrupting. I mean, to your point, like, <laughs> I think the other night I went to bed really early. I was sick. I wasn't feeling well. I went to bed early and it must've been like nine o'clock and my son had texted me, but I didn't get it. So then he comes charging into the room complaining about something his father isn't doing for him and i'm just like what why are you telling me this is, right. is the house on fire like <laughs> you're really is he incapacitated is there something wrong you know and i was like that's what i want i just want to like a place where i can sleep and sleep and no inter- if i wake up it's my fault it's not right. anyone else's but so and my husband's pretty good with that he you know the cpap machine helps a lot <laughs> Does he have one or do you have one? No, he does. He does. Okay. Yeah. And I think ever since then, he, you know, I don't hear him. He doesn't snore. Okay. So, and he goes, once he puts this machine on, he's out. So, well, I don't hear Pete. It's me then, you know what I mean? Or the kids, whatever, you know, but I'm assuming that once they leave, well, and it's the dog. Let's be honest. The dog. Well, animals. Yeah. My cats wake me up for sure. (sighs) But somehow that I'm like, oh, kitty. Norman, I'm like, our (laughs) guy. Get out of your own room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, right. If Max wasn't home, you, you could he could go to a different bedroom, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. We don't. Re- I mean, we have a guest bedroom, but it's like honestly, I think the boys. Because I always say to the boy, like, because Max's room is in the basement, so sometimes it's a little oh, chillier right. down right. there. Um, or nor I'm like, go sleep in the guest bedroom, but neither one of them will. I think it's too nice for them. Like the guest bedroom <laughs> is really very nice. And they, I think they're uncomfortable in there. So I go sleep in there sometimes. Yeah. But I don't have my stuff. So right. I'm thinking I have to like pack a gym bag and keep it, <laughs> it down in the downstairs bathroom with like deodorant and extra toothbrush, extra pair, change of Or clothes. just go take a shower at 8 a.m. and just whatever. Sorry, Norm. Yeah. You woke me up. I know. But I feel bad because it's. It's not like he's staying up playing video games. Like he just can't sleep. Like no, he just yeah. gets this. so then I feel like, well, I want him to sleep when he can sleep because sleep's important. Yeah. Yeah. So that separate bedrooms. We need separate <laughs> bedrooms. When we were renovating, see, we renovated when we were like young and dumb and still in love and nothing right. he did bothered me. So one bathroom, right? In the, what else would you think? If we renovated this house now, I'd be like, I want my room on the other side with my own bathroom. Right. And it could be like a Jack and Jill bathroom. Like you couldn't hear it maybe, but like, no, no maybe not. I want no, my no, own. That would defeat the purpose. Yeah. You yeah. Your own. I want my own. I'd be like, yeah. yeah, put me on the other side of the house, please. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like when, when the kids move out, I just, we just booked like orientation and all this stuff and it's great. It's done. But um, when they go to college, we're like, oh, we'll have those extra bedrooms. But I agree with you. It won't be the same. There'll be another bathroom to use, but it just won't be the same. Like it's not your stuff. It's not. It's not a. It's not the kind of bed I would sleep in. I'd make Keith sleep in it because he again he can lay flat with his machine and he's done. He's good. Yeah, he gets his eight hours, no problem. <laughs> Jealous. Yeah. So I think we're we're there. I mean, it's not gonna. We don't have the space right now, so it's not gonna happen. But I I at least understand it. I think yeah. it's you know I used to think, what a shame. Well, maybe you now can start I'm... like when you travel. Maybe you guys can get separate rooms. <laughs> Just to try it out. No, because when you're traveling, that's like fine. (laughs) You know, that's good times. It's when you're home. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. I mean, we when we were in Vermont that one summer during COVID in the beginning, 
we were sharing office space and I was working. Um, but then he'd come up there and I'd be like, get, get, get out of here. <laughs> and he'd make no noise, but I would presence. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't, it's distracting. Yeah. So yeah, we have separate spaces now for, we can't share a room, but they're like, we're going to downsize. And I'm like, we might have to share a space again. Yeah. I yeah. It's, you really do get, uh, you know, you want your space. Like, yeah, I definitely want my space. Yeah. 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 And I like my office. I, I've decorated. It's got pictures. And yeah. Mine is all <clears throat> seedlings. If you could see what was to the left of me, it's just all grow lights <laughs> and seedlings. Oh, cute. Yeah. But, you know, speaking of husbands, um, I've been meaning to bring this up to get your opinion. Okay. Um, so He's wrong. Whatever it is, he's wrong. Yeah. Something's really, I think there's something <laughs> wrong here. So, you know, you know when people say, well, actually, I'll just start with this. When someone sneezes, a stranger, what do you yes. say? Do you, do you say anything? Yes. If someone Someone's, sneezes. Even if we're in a store and like a person in the next aisle sneezes, I, I usually say like either bless you or gesundheit. Okay. So do I. Yeah. Apparently, my husband does not. Okay. Ever. Never. 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 To huh. no one. To, no, to, to you? Like to you? No one. No one. He doesn't say it at all. Doesn't say it at all. I think I can't recall whenever. I don't know that he's ever said it to me. I. I it doesn't. There's a, no. I, I think in my head, I assume he has, but he really doesn't. And I noticed it where we were, were somewhere and someone sneezed and I was about to say, bless you. And I, for some reason I didn't in that moment. And then I paused and I looked over to him and he hadn't said anything. And I was like, bless you. And I'm looking at him like, how come you didn't automatically say it? He's like, I never do. And I'm like, huh. I've been married to you for over 20 years and I've never noticed you not say bless you. Like, I feel like something, I have a glitch. I don't know. Something is wrong in the matrix. I, I, I'm not really sure what happened, how I never noticed he doesn't say bless you to anybody. Interesting. And now I just think he's a mean person. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying like, it's, I yeah. think it's an interesting thing. I don't, I don't, I, there's well, not much I don't know about him. And I just feel like. You'd never notice that he didn't say bless you. That's no, that's weird. So, okay. I always just assume if I said it first, he didn't need to say it. So he didn't say it. So he didn't say it. Yeah. You know? So we always, I always say it. Norm always says it. We say it to the kids. Um, the kids say it, but we do have a, like, so we say it the first time you sneeze, maybe the mm -hmm. second, we have a three sneeze rule. Like once you've sneezed three times, there's no, you no right. longer have to say it. Right. Right. That's um, nice. But we do say it. We, we definitely do say it. And if, if you, like, if I sneeze and no one says it, I get all offended. I'm like, me too. Bless me. Hello. <laughs> exactly. Right. No, same. I mean, I dropped the God bless you from like when I was a lot younger, you yeah. know, but like something just acknowledge that I'm having either having a sneezing fit right. or like this person is, and maybe they need that I may help. have just sneezed my soul out of my body. Please. Yeah. Yeah. Bless he's me. also the he's also the kind of person that likes to say words when he sneezes. What? <laughs> <laughs> so like he'll like there's like the I don't know. I don't know if it's a jackass movie thing or so, or he got it from somebody. Like somebody does that where they just like I should, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. You know, like whatever. You know, yeah. And but so when he knows he's about to sneeze, if he, you know, if it doesn't come on that suddenly, he'll throw in a word. <laughs> just like <laughs> What are you doing? I won't say bless you and you're trying to communicate. Like, I don't understand. 
I will not be doing that because whenever I sneeze, I you can guarantee the only thought I'm having is to make sure I don't pee. Oh yeah. So I that that's gone, thankfully. I yeah. actually now my my biggest thing is I might regurgitate when I sneeze. So I need to make sure I have like a napkin <laughs> nearby. Like that's my worst fear is like like I had uh I regurgitate over the week because of my cough. You know, I, this is the hard part when you get sick with my my Ill, my disease, whatever it is, my Your issue, affliction, my affliction. Where like if I get into a coughing fit, it, I could regurgitate as a because it just creates that you know movement um, yeah. that sometimes I do need. But so yeah, I get worried now of like I need to make sure there's tissues or napkins and something nearby. Yeah. A sleeve. I don't know. It's gross. It's I need just, to make sure know. that I am I am in the correct position. <laughs> To make sure that, you know, a woman of a certain age who's had children, you know, you just yeah. have to make sure that things are tightened yeah. up yep. in areas, you know. Yeah. yeah. No, totally get it. <laughs> totally get it. Totally but yes, bless, it. I that is, I mean. You could say it's, it's, it's strange. Different. That's strange. <laughs> but now yeah, I well, can't growing stop up, noticing it. Yeah, growing up. I never said it because my mother didn't say it because in her religion, you don't say it. Right. So I did. My, I grew up with a father who always said it and a mother who never said it. But I, as an adult, always said it. Yeah. Yeah. I now always say it. I don't know. It yeah. just seems proper. I. It just, it seems like our cultural norm. And it's yeah. like a little connection between, you know, it just yeah. seems nice. Yeah. I mean, literally, I mean, for me, sneezes stop me in my track. Yeah. You know, and so like if someone it's sneezing someplace, I just I don't know. Yeah, it's a moment of just like, yeah, hey, I say I it even you. if they can't hear me, even if someone yeah. sneezes on the other side of the store, um, I say it, you know, <laughs> that's a little too much. Yeah. I know. Well, I feel like no, and it's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, I agree. I, I yeah. But now I can't not 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 hear them. You know what I mean? Like I'm, yeah. I'm just like, I'm like, you didn't say anything. And again, I always thought it was me that just got beat him to the punch. But yeah. I would expect you just to still say it anyway. And I think I just never noticed that he didn't. But didn't you notice that he wasn't saying it to you? Like if you guys are both in the car and See, you I think sneeze. sometimes he must have because I think I would have noticed. And right. I don't think, you know what I mean? And I, but, but a few times when he and the kids don't, I'm like, hello, bless me. Like just same reaction. Like why isn't anyone acknowledged? You know, because my, I say it to my boys all the time. So they say, you know, they usually say it. Right. I think it's like, you know, if they got the headphones in, they don't hear it. But, uh. I don't know. I so I think he has said it to me. I think for sure. I don't know if I've ever heard him say it to a stranger. But now I'm on the watch. Like I'm like, yeah, <laughs> somebody sneezed. Well, we're all going to be the next time we see you guys. I'm, <laughs> if we're out, like if we're at a restaurant, someone at another table sneezes, I'm going to make sure Norm and I just stare at Keith. Yeah, just wait. <laughs> or you do it, and then we'll just look at him. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, she's right. He's not a complete stranger. You know her, right? Like I can get by like me and the kids kind of not, not him not doing it, but I don't know. For some reason, I don't like that. He doesn't do strangers. <laughs> I agree. Uh, he, he was wondering, he's like, I wonder what Heidi's going to think of this. And I was like, she's got to agree with me. Oh, I completely not. agree with you. It's outrageous. <laughs> and he's like the friendliest. Yeah. Like he'll talk to anybody yeah i've seen him go out of his way to like open a door for someone or like you know i mean he yeah. definitely he, interacts yeah. with strangers it's not like he avoids no. people no mm -hmm. no waiters and waitresses are his favorite he loves bantering with them yeah like he'll right someone online like, <laughs> buying something 
Yeah, no, he's friendly. Like, he's a very friendly person. It's not about not interacting with people. I just, the bless you thing is not on his, nope. Not on his list. Mm. All right. Well, we're, I'm silently judging him. You can (laughs) let him know that. (laughs) So good. Uh, I didn't think there was anything else to learn about him, but I guess there is. I guess every 20 years we'll surprise each other with something we didn't know. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. So what else going on? Not much. My greenhouse is finished. So it's all like patched. We did this um, instead of the, like we usually use the six millimeter greenhouse plastic, but this time the whole top and the two side walls and the back wall we did in like that corrugated plastic. It's, you know, like a rough, it's hard. It's it's a harder surface than the plastic was. Um, so that's all done and sealed. And then the front wall is that greenhouse plastic where the door is just because it was easier to maneuver the plastic yeah. around all those parts. Um, nice. So I have a greenhouse again, which is just, it's such a nice space. Like there's something about this time of year walking into a greenhouse because it's like I was in there the other day and it was 90 degrees and, the you know, it was like 55 outside, but it was not, mm. it was like tropical in the greenhouse. Right. And there's and that the smell. Dirt yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I love it. Nice. And it's just so nice. So I have spent, so I've literally planted hundreds of seedlings because um, we're expanding the garden. And now I'm looking for, it's hard to get, garden soil is an issue, you know, finding a good kind. And then, you know, having it delivered is expensive. Our town does make compost, which I go get, but it's kind of hit or miss. It's always good compost to use as compost. But some years I feel like they really pull it too soon. So it's still very hot. And then you can't plant directly in it. So even if I'm going to use it, I have to cut it with something. So I now have to figure that whole piece out. I either have to have a few yards of just garden soil delivered or I don't know I have to work out that piece but um the garden is definitely up and going and in full swing which is very exciting that is exciting I um we you know we we compost we have the one of those turning Mm -hmm. compost bins and we we at the end of last year um I had actual compost for the first time after um less than a year here but um and we still have, you know, more, but Keith's like, well, we're moving. So we, we need to stop making it. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I don't know yet if we're not taking it. You know what I mean? We don't like the two stand up things that he made of the, yeah, you know, the garden beds that he raised beds that he made. I'm like, we might, we might have, you know, depending on where we go, there may be a yard, we may be able to take those. And I'd rather bring those and dig in someone's rental yard. You know what I mean? I'd rather just use what we have. Right. And, I, and I'm like, of course we're going to take the compost. But then he's like, but it's going to be this smelly thing we put on the car. <laughs> very against making any more compost but i i i had to mix it right like i took it out it was it was hot but i had to cut it with our other soil right. that we had just to but it's 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 pretty good i was i mean yeah. we'll see. i haven't i haven't planted anything i was it's too early here but um no it's amazing stuff like <clears> it's really it's very cool but you kind of have to get that right you know ratio yeah and i hate paying for soil like it just no, helps agreed. me to pay for soil but we're gonna have you know we're gonna have to bring in some because i just yeah you can't make enough on your own yeah so yeah. um so that's you know the garden yeah I, I i love that i love that you're doing that you'll have to teach me in a couple of years when we finally 
get a place where we have some acreage and flat land and I mm-hmm. do the whole garden thing with the greenhouse. I can't wait. Like it's in my like not my retirement plans. I want to do it in the next couple of years, you know, but like have a I can't do it in the, where we are now in Vermont cuz we're on the side of a hill. So yeah. <laughs> wouldn't work but like i i we were there this weekend and i um i get excited like we have a lot of we're surrounded by trees and a lot of them fall um Mm -hmm. so keith's birthday is coming up this week but it's his christmas gift but i'm gonna get it this week um his um his christmas gift was a um chainsaw oh oh you know you know my husband and his love of chainsaws yeah. So it's, he's excited, like so excited. So when we were there this past weekend, I was like, I, there's a lot to chop up. Like we don't cart it away. We have to leave it there, but like, it just, it's all over the place in our house. And it's just, I mean, so many trees and branches and things have fallen. Um, so I just want to kind of like chop them up and get them off the driveway. We have some hanging branches and I'm just I have like a list of things for him to do. And he's like, I can't wait. Oh, they, yeah. My husband yeah. loves a chainsaw. Loves yeah. a chainsaw. It's so practical though. I mean, especially for, I mean, you know, you live in a wooded area? Yeah. So we have, um, we're not taking down any trees, but my husband has like big logs delivered, you know, when they cut down trees somewhere and then he chainsaws yes. up and uses the splitter because we heat with wood. And uh, yeah, he loves that thing. And, and how are they getting to your back now? Where are they putting those logs? So, because we used to have a driveway that went right to yeah. the back of our property, and then we sold the house to the people who I hate with the passions of a thousand sons. <laughs> I hate these people. I hate them. I mean, they're, I'm sure they're lovely. Like, I don't wish, they seem like a lovely young couple. I think she might be pregnant. I wish them all the best. Like, yay. Right. They have cut down. So they just cut down another tree yesterday, <gasps> the black walnut that was in the front. In the back. Oh, no, the in front. the front. The one oh. in back we still own, and that thing's not going anywhere. But they cut it. So they now ha- they have now cut down literally every tree on their property. Now, here's my question. We live in an area that, by zoning, you have some property. Like, our zoning, I think, is you have to have, like, at least a half acre or something. Like, we have, if yeah. you live up here, you have some property. So you have trees. Yeah. If you move here and you cut down all your trees for the only reason being that you don't want to take care of trees or rake up leaves, then why the hell did you move to a house? Like, right. get a condo, get a row, go somewhere else. Like, if you moved to an area where you're going to have land, you're going to have trees that were yes. that were here before you and are entitled yep. to stay. Yep. And if you want to put in a garden and or a pool and you want to cut down a couple for sun, okay. Yeah. If they're dangerously close to your house and an, an actual arborist says that they need to come down, I understand. Right. If you just decide that you don't want to take care of your trees, then don't yeah. move to a piece of property that has beautiful old trees on it. Right. Ugh. Like the one that the, the people who bought my house and chopped down a magnolia down. tree. And now they have. The, so it's and they now took out all the shrubs in front of the house. So it's just plain. And that seems to be what younger like new couples so both of the people the people next to us and the people who are in your old house yeah are like in their early 30s i guess you know having babies they're in that age of life right yeah yeah and it seems like they all just want to cut they just want grass they want no like there's no flower beds it's i've never seen either wife in the yard 
at all. I never even see the wives. Like they don't come outside. They're oh, inside. Yeah. They, I see that's yep. Yeah, I feel like that's a, and that it's is a just thing. the husband is outside, and his big plan is to just level everything and plant grass. So the the bushes on both sides in front of the bay window's gone too. Mm-hmm. <gasps> no, there's nothing there. Nothing. It's just grass. All right, you're gonna have to take a picture one day because I, I can't. I can't even. I can't like the fact that the magnolia, which was so I know, big, a, who cuts down a magnolia tree? Which like, I mean, and that thing was like old yeah. and thick trunk, and my kids climbed all over that tree, like the maple Beautiful. tree. Beautiful. Like I just, I don't understand it, and it hurts my heart. Like when me too. When that crew pulled up yesterday, I started crying. I was like, "What trees are they cutting down now?" Unbelievable. And they cut that tree. I, we, I had to. I was like, Norman, we have to. Like, I couldn't even stay yeah. home. No, I, I don't just, blame you. Because there's, it's senseless. It's murder. It's yeah. Just... Well, I remember when we first moved into that house. Um, there was that weeping pink tree. I don't know what it was called, but it had yeah. like it was weeping leaves and it had pink flowers. It was beautiful, but it got diseased. Yeah. And I, to this day, like before we moved. We were there 15 years. Every time I mowed over there, I was like, oh, I miss this tree. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I didn't want to take it down, but it had to be. Yeah. It was diseased. And there's, was right, dead, there's reasons that trees have to come yeah. down. Yeah. Um, or if you are working with a good arborist, can at, like say, hey, this tree, you know, we can cut off this portion or trim it or yeah, whatever. But it seems like the arborists around here now, real, like if you just say, just I just like, want to yep. take down all these trees, they just do. And there is a code that, you know, you're, you can't take down us. You can only take down a certain percentage of the trees on your property in any given yeah. time to kind of try to protect it because it's not just, there's a lot that these trees do yes. for our, totally. our weather patterns. And also they, each tree is holding hundreds or thousands of gallons of water. Right. So all these people who are moving here and cutting down all these trees all willy nilly, like all your basements are going to flood, like cut it out. Stop it. Yeah. It just, no, it's a good point. It drives me bonkers, the whole. Yeah. Well, we, we've got people too, like um, where I am now, where there's like, we are surrounded by, you know, woods and we can't, it's it's basically wetland concert. Like you can't, we, we could, either they build the houses where they build the houses, but everywhere around it, you can't do it anyway. So anything, anything that falls in that it, right behind my fence line, whatever, like I have to sleep it, which is fine. You know, it's, and there's, it's wildlife. We have turkeys and deer and fisher cats and all this stuff going through the woods all the time. And it's great. I love it. It's their habitats. It's great. Um, but we have people complaining when like big trees fall, but they fall into the woods and they see the roots and they're like, well, can't we get those? Can, you know, can we get rid of those? It's unsightly. And I'm oh. like, it's just now a new habitat because the roots are up. Right. And I'm like, no, you can't. And and the town actually, this is probably the first town first town I've ever lived in where the preservation of any land where there's no housing is protected so hard. Like they are pretty adamant about maintaining all of that. And um, like we can't cut trees down where I am, and even in, in in the non-forest areas, without the town giving us permission to do so. Yeah. And I it's, like that because it's all about the conservation and to your point, right. the ecosystem and what it does. And yeah, normally I wouldn't like it, right? Like, no, like it should be that if you own a home, you can make a decision about your trees. If everyone was making informed decisions and cutting yeah. them down for a reason that made sense and not, I don't like literally the guy next to us was like, I just don't want to rake. Yeah. Great. But then why did you buy a house with, tree? Right. like, why didn't you go buy a condo then? I don't understand 
Yeah. Or don't, I think, don't break. But, but, Leave but them. You, I'll come right. collect them and put them in my garden. <laughs> but but to your point, like what we stopped doing when, when we decided not to rake anymore, and I still don't. Like we'll rake out of like, you know, the stairwell or whatever. But like I use it for composting uh, or we spread out the lawn and Keith just mulches it up and leaves yeah, it in the that's ground. What, that's what we do. I mean, we yeah. don't we don't do but, a lot of raking. But why? But where's that information? Like, why don't they not know that? Like. Well, they want these very manicured. I mean, this guy sprays. If there's any sort of dandelion or weed, he's out there with Roundup. He's he, he drives like. I have very few regrets in life. Selling that piece of property is one of them. If I had to go back, I'd be like, absolutely not. We're not doing it. No, not, not worth after what it. he's done to it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's tough. That's hard. Yeah, yeah, it just is heartbreaking. So I'm. I hate them. <laughs> Well, I just, to your point, I mean, Google is your friend. Go figure out an alternative way to keep the tree and fi- understand why, what it's doing in your environment, what else you could do to manage whatever issue it is it might be causing. I get it. Like, I didn't like raking up on our driveway. I mean, that's how Keith got his, um, oh, I remember know, that. Yeah. His chin because of the magnolia flowers. And he was, yeah, know, they we, are we, slippery. Like, they're, yeah. it's definitely a hazard. But, like, yeah. He was rollerblading. He could have cleaned up before he rollerbladed, but, you know, he's master at it. So he didn't think he would have a problem in there. You know, gashes his I remember that. Yep. (laughs) But, but we we didn't, we didn't go, you know, cut the tree down because of it. No, trees are doing their thing. They were here first. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it, it just is, they're, they're just not my people. They're not my people. No, no. So now I'm going to plant trees all along the edge of our property. Like deciduous trees that shed a lot. <laughs> Go for it. Right. They're on your property. Yeah. And sorry, whatever falls on your property. Oh, you well. know, so I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah. I, I, they need a lesson. I'm sorry. That's not fair. It really, it's just, it was heartbreaking. It was just heartbreaking. So, yeah. Neighbors. I don't understand. No. I need to move to the middle of nowhere with no neighbors. <laughs> But I want to take my house. Like I want to move my house. Yes. yes. To forty acres in the middle of nowhere with a pond. I, yeah. yeah. I often say that to Keith too. I'm like, I, I'd like to take the house we're in and just go somewhere with it, you know, and, and yeah. have more property and be a little. I want. I want to be able to walk downtown to all the restaurants, but I want no neighbors. <laughs> Same. That's exactly Somehow. what I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how we make that work, but, um, and I want a view and I want water. Like there's a lot of things and I just want to kind of put the whole hodgepodge together. Yep. Yeah. Well, we went looking for, um, we're, we're not ready yet, but when we, um, you know, list the house in a couple of months and then, uh, try to find, I think we're, we're leaning towards a town home in one of the little cities outside of right, um, outside of the Boston area. Um, so we've been like, you know, looking at listings and, you know, trying to map them out, figure out where they are, whatever, where's like sweet spots of where we like. So we took a drive last week when I was off. Um, and it was good. Cause like now you get like a visual, like, you know, when you see things on a map, you're like, okay, I generally get where this is and you know, whatever. And I look at what restaurants and stores and what's, but you don't know until you really just sort of, what does it really look like? You know? And so, um, there's just, I mean, it is townhouse city. (laughs) these some of these towns that we're looking at um and they're just one right after another you know there's like yeah. barely any ground you know no no real yard very little um you know two people in the in the town home area or maybe one depending on the setup but the you know the blocks are you know packed in mm-hmm. it's city living to a certain degree 
you may or may not have like a garage or at least you might have a driveway. Some of them are, are, and that's the thing. Like we're trying to like, we don't want to get stuck in the city of Boston where you have to move your car 60 million times a day. Like, you know, I don't have time for that. It may or may not be home. I I just don't want to be dealing with like, oh shit, they're going to plow tomorrow and I got to move my car and I have to fight for a spot. I mean, it's like Boston, like the news stories around here during the winter are hysterical certain parts of Boston are all about people who put like objects in their parking spots <laughs> to try to keep their spot so that like even though the plow comes by like even if it's covered like there's a I don't know there's like the whole parking war thing going on and it's been going on for decades so you're just like you know you look at that you're like I don't want to deal with that no crap. I would not want to deal with that no so like you know we have certain requirements but it was really good we ended up finding a couple of really good areas that were like we could see ourselves here or there like this is the time you know walkable areas decent like three bedroom townhomes that um, would have enough space, you know, when the kids come home or if I need to, you know, I'm working from home that day um, and enough for us to, to parks nearby. It's all, you know, like a lot, like Boston's pretty good about biking, you know, and like, even if you're in one of these suburbs of Boston, you can take your bike and, and there's like these trails that connect forever. And I don't know, like we're, we're, I'm like getting, like, we're excited. We're excited oh, cool. about, yeah. hopefully we'll find something, but um, it was good to put like, a visual um and then right. we're so we're so nerdy about it we saw like 10 different places and we're just like well, you know what's near a train what's not near a train and i don't know what will be available when we end up needing to get something, right but well, that's exciting <laughs> cool. yeah that's exciting i think it would be fun to live in like a townhouse in a in a city i've never done that i mean i've lived in you know little towns in an apartment um but now you know i've lived in this house since my kids were little so you know, we haven't moved in a really long time. I think living in like a brownstone in a more urban area would be fun. Yeah. I would need some grounds, but I've like, I have friends who live in Baltimore. We have, you know, a lot of people we know that live in Baltimore. And even if you have a, a tiny, they have like a postage stamp of a backyard, but people who fit, they fit a lot of stuff in there. Yeah. And <laughs> they can be really like these enchanted spaces. Yeah. So yeah, that I could do, you know, yeah. like vining things that go up the building and it's yeah. really cool stuff. Yeah, um, I feel like everybody has like balconies in these places that we've been seeing, townhomes that we've been looking at. Everyone has a little balcony in the front or the back. Yeah. Um, right, a little postage stamp of a backyard, but I'm like, good enough for Murphy to go poop. Right. <laughs> you know, and I could probably put my, you know, uh, raised beds. You yep. know, they would probably fit. Yep. Little compost bin back it there. It almost sounds nice because we have like a lot of property. It's always overwhelming. There's oh, like... Even if I get, so in August when everything is blooming and gorgeous, really don't don't walk to the edge of the property. Like none of that has been maintained. It's like stay here in the middle because this is where it's really pretty. Yeah. But if you had, you know, if your backyard was like 20 by 20, every square inch of that could be perfect. Yeah. 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 You Two seats with a little fire pit, Uh you'd be good. Like I don't, I don't, right. I think that's. As scary as it is in some ways, the appeal for me is is that smaller space. Like we may have like almost 1,500 square feet of living space, which would be less than we have now, but honestly, still enough, yeah. right? It, yeah. it, and especially it's just Keith and I and the, and the pets and the kids occasionally. Like that's going to be doable. But like we just, you know, like every time I pull into the garage, I'm like, we have a lot of stuff to either sell, give away, um, because we're not going to, you know, we're not going to need certain things. Um yeah like the big snow plow and I mean, we, we would have no place for it. There's typically not storage, right. you know, in these homes um, or a huge amount of it anyway. 
So yeah, I mean, he's got all his garden stuff. So I think we're going to end up doing like a storage facility just if we can't get rid of stuff, just to hold it until we can yeah. figure out what we want, what we don't. Because I'm like, I don't want to completely get rid of everything because like some of it's like he's got tools from his father. Yeah, no, that kind of stuff, it makes sense so, to hold on well, to. Yeah, Especially we'll since to this is temper. you know, you yes. guys are planning on being here for a couple of years and then moving to a yeah. place where all that stuff is going to be yes. needed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so we were just kind of like, and it's it, well, we talked about this in one of our episodes of like storage facilities and how few and far like it yeah. is business for sure. It's a business. It's a business. Yeah. I, so for my last job, I, you know, had accumulated a ton of stuff at home um, and we went a few weeks ago to drop all that stuff off. They got a storage facility to hold all the stuff that I was holding for them for free. Oh, wow. And yeah, it's unbelievable. It was like a maze. of. I mean, there were like hundreds of units in this building and there were three of these buildings like within a mile of each other on this road like i was just like who where is all this stuff who like who is doing this who has this much extra stuff that they're just paying i mean it makes sense in your case if you're moving and need that stuff later it makes sense if it's a business like in the case of my you know old employer they don't have room in an office for this but it's stuff that they need once a year for an event and that makes sense but like who, what, what are, what is in here that you can't just get rid of? Well, we started watching um, a new Marvel series called Moon Knight. Okay. And it's Oscar Isaac. I don't know if you know him. He's been in a variety of stuff. He was in the Star Wars stuff, but he's been in a bunch of other movies and shows. Anyway, he plays the main character and it's a, um, it's like he's possessed by an Egypt, uh, Egyptian God, but it's um, one of my son's like favorite Marvel characters. So of course, you know, as you know, boy, mom, you have to just, you know, sometimes watch yeah <laughs> these things that they're interested in so i do and i actually really like the show and i like oscar isaac anyway he's a great actor and so um we've seen like two episodes of it and some of it i don't really quite get what's going on like ethan hawk is in it like okay. it's actually it's a good cast and um and the story's interesting and i had never i don't really know much i've I bought him comic books of this character in the past but i have never read them myself so anyway he's super excited about it so we started watching it but there's a scene in the last episode where he ends up finding uh that I can't explain why he finds it. I'll just say he finds a um, a, a key to a storage facility and in it is like a cot and a bed and, key, and my husband was like, you know, that's a pretty common thing. Like a lot of people use storage rooms, like facilities to sleep in sometimes like yeah. and use it as like a house, you know what I mean? Like, you know, to, to store their stuff, stay there a couple nights and then they, you know, go out about whatever they're going to go and like digital, you know, whatever. They're nomads, whatever, but they have a place where all their shit is. <laughs> And I was just I like fascinated that. by that. Yeah. yeah. I was like, wow, maybe we should do that. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I've definitely, I mean, I've seen that in movies and like shows where somebody is, it's usually Living. somebody who's, you know, they're a little Unabomber, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That would fit this <laughs> show as well. Yeah. But I guess, Scott, to your point, like we were debating like what size, we don't know what, what, you know, we have a lot to figure out in the next four months, but I'm feeling like a little bit of, there's no pressure, but I'm putting pressure. Mm-hmm. of like oh we've got a like I, he, keith has a list of things he has to sell already like a lot of his electronics that he's held yeah. on to for a long time that he's like all right you know we have like those bins set up with like keep sell donate that kind of thing yeah we have a lot in the sell bucket yeah. that he has to try to sell uh and it's not because we're just like oh we want the money it's just some of the stuff is worth stuff money you know so like minus oh yeah you can sell get. it and you have the time yeah, yeah. So i that's think it's good to job. start early and kind of, because yeah. you know what, I'm not good at limbo. I'm very good at change. Like if we made the decision, even after all these years, if we were like, we're moving, I'd be right. like, great, let's go find a house. Great. It's the 
the limbo. Like it's the not knowing, like the, the conversation around should we move or the conversation about where we're going or not knowing when things are going to happen. That's always very hard for me. The actual yeah. change is fine. I just want to know yes. what it is, when it is, and what's happening. Yeah. And I think that's why we went during the week to check out in person these towns because, you know, we've been talking so esoterically about, we think this sounds nice. We do research on it. We heard things about it. People tell us what they know about it or they from there or they were there, blah, 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 blah. You're just like, I don't know. Does it feel right to me? This is, I mean, yeah. it, it is a different style of living that we're going to have to get used to. Yeah. And I think we'll be fine ultimately with that. But I agree with you. Like I, we couldn't, we were too, we were just like, we got to, we, we, yeah, I would real do the same like, thing. I'd be like, I have to go and see it. I'd want to go to like, what's yeah. the local grocery store like? What's yep. the library like? What's the, you know, all those little things. Where am I going to go get coffee on a Sunday morning? Exactly. What does it feel like? Yeah. 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 No, every time we pulled up to a place, I'd be like, wait, let me find the grocery stores. Let me see where the restaurants are. Where are we going to go like to get coffee? Where are we going to go and have dinner? Yeah. Yeah. It felt good. And because then you start to see yourself there like, okay, this is all doable. I can, I can live yeah. with being on top of people. But it's, I feel it's different. I feel like, like where I am now, we have, we have a little bit more than a postage stamp for, for a yard, but the houses are so close together. It's yeah. not like New York. They're really on top of each other. And my yeah. realtor always reminds me of like, that's what happens with new construction in new areas where they just want to pack them in. Yeah. See, I don't like that. There's very oh. few places where I've ever felt at home. Belfast, Maine, I could see going uh, to. I mm. like that area. Mm -hmm. um, even though it's, the weather isn't any, you know, I'd love, <laughs> I wouldn't, but it's really, con even though it's Maine, it's comparable to here because it's so close to the water. Yeah. That they're, you know, their winters are a little more mild. Yeah. Um, but that area felt good. But everything's, everything's changing i mean i i mean i hate to say it right like with the whole uh climate change and it's yeah. different i we thought coming to boston area we would be slammed with these winners not so much if they seemed like they were in new york through the, it yeah and it's sad i mean it's just it's sad i yeah. mean we were just up in vermont and the ski resort just some of them are still open with like one or two you know um routes down the mountain but you know i think we were there and it was um flakes you know this morning and i was like all right you know april <laughs> yeah. i guess you can get a late snowstorm in the spring or a spring snowstorm but it's just so weird it's just i mean they had some late snows in march which isn't uncommon but you usually have snow all winter and then it tapers down and, and it didn't happen that way yeah, i know and, we have a ton of hail now this time of year the last like mm. two years so i grew up in this area and i remember hail I like remember hailstorms as a kid because they were so rare. You were like, yeah. what is this? I mean, I think we had hail maybe three times all of my growing up. Like it just wasn't something that happened. Yeah. And now it's, I mean, it hailed today. It hailed yesterday. <laughs> it like, <laughs> just always hailing. Yeah. Very mm. weird. It is weird. Um, hey, do you remember, I have a question. Do you, did you go to Max's orientation? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Was there anything you actually did? Like, did they involve you in anything? Because I we signed up for both of my sons and I'm like, I'm not sure what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know why we're going. But So for us, it started off with everyone together and we did like a tour of the whole college, you know, everyone together, the kids and us. And then the kids all went off and did their own orientation and all the parents kind of sat in an auditorium 
mm. and asked questions. Like there was someone from the financial office, there was someone from the health office, there, you know, all of those. So parents all asked questions about, you know, campus safety and financial aid and the meal package and what happens if it snows and the school closes, is the cafeteria still open? And right. like all of those questions that, you know, parents have. <laughs> I have, I have figured out, so I feel like I have a good sense of all of that. Both schools that we've, you know, committed to have done quite a bit of webinars and like there's a ton, I, I realize they put a ton of shit on their websites. Yeah. And then once you get into the school with the kids' emails, which I have access to, like you could see even more. But like I find that they're they're anything that I have a question on pretty much gets answered if I just go to the website first and search. Um, and then the second thing that's been really helpful is the patient is the Facebook group of parents and the school administrators, um, admissions counselors are all in it. And so yeah. any question, they're like linking you to a page on the website or answering the questions directly. So I'm kind of like, I know for him, to your point, like he's going to do, um, they're actually going to do their courses and sign mm -hmm. up for stuff. Um, and they'll get to sleep over in the dorms, that kind of stuff, which is great. And he'll be with other kids. Right. And I guess, I don't know if they'll do it by major. Cause it's like a bunch of dates you can choose from. It's not like a specific one for his major. Um, but we just did that for both of them with their majors. So I feel like we got, we've met professors. Like we, you know, we've, we've gotten so much information. So <laughs> I said to Keith, I'm like, I don't really care. Like we just booked hotels. Like we'll go because they're not that they're that far away, but we're like, we'll book hotels. I'll get some points and we'll go have dinner. <laughs> like We'll go do our own thing. Like, and if they need us, we're nearby. Right. Uh, yeah. But hopefully. No, will. I would say you probably, I don't think there was any, I asked a couple questions. There was probably nothing that happens in orientation that couldn't have happened somewhere else. Right. Um, but other parents had questions that I would have never thought of. Oh, that's always helpful. Yeah. Yeah, which was good. And for Max, we also, um, you know, afterwards I was talking to the head of like the special education department. Yes. And so then she invited us mm -hmm. back to her office. And it was kind of nice for me to be able to meet her and for Max to be able to meet her. And so yeah. that piece was good. So I, I would recommend it. I would go. I mean, I think it's a big yeah. investment. It's a lot of time do it like get all the information you can because yeah yeah right because if sort of even though it's on the website it's different to connect with somebody about mm -hmm. some of these things yeah yeah now now at your point i feel like there's just some a couple specific areas that i feel like we need to get answers on but yeah um, and other parents i don't remember now what those questions were but i remember other parents asking questions and i was like oh like i didn't even think of that you know yeah. so that was good um yeah. It's and also you could, you know, you got the real story because some of the stuff like, like bringing a car, Max was like, yep, I can bring my car. And I was like, is that true? And it really wasn't very clear on the website. So like I heard from, you know, an actual person that, yes, he could bring his car and kind of got the details on that, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. if you have access to their school email, make sure you keep it, make sure they've logged in on your computer and you have it because... Yes. So many things about, you know, his financial package or what was due or what still needed to be done or you didn't for fill out this form or Max didn't let us know. Like, it just wasn't on his radar. So I would go in and just check his email every once in a while. I wouldn't read personal things. I wasn't yeah. trying to intrude. But if it said, like, something from the bursar's office, yep. like, good thing I looked because, hey, Max, look, this was due today. Yeah. I'm <laughs> impressed with that. I feel like both schools 
have an option where, right, when they've signed up, like to let your Mm-hmm. family and you can check off what you want your family to see and so one of the schools was like everything from grades to financial aid to you know so I get I get a lot of emails yeah. um from both now and um and I yes we've set up their access um, we bought them computers for school mm-hmm. um laptops whatever so we're waiting for those to come in so then I will transfer you know so they'll have everything set up but uh but you know we were already told by the schools like the ones you commit that within a couple of weeks, like to start checking your school email because yeah. that's how they're going to communicate with mm-hmm. you. Like it's great if you have a backup email, but they're like your primary one, like the school one is going to be how they're going to talk to you. And I'm like, yeah. oh shit, <laughs> like we gotta, like we're not done. I mean, we're done with high school. I mean, thankfully, technically my kids are done with, they took all their final exams and um, they're done with regular classroom instruction. Yeah. It's now just their internship prom graduation. Yeah. Oh, prom. That was so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Are they going to go? I think so. Um, I, you know, it's like boys, I think it's, and like, they wanted to ask some girls. I don't think that's working out because some of the girls are just like, can we just like go as like everybody go as friends kind of thing. So I think they're just, but they're not organized. Like it's just the hard part. Like, I feel like as girls, like we were just like, we'd have the 10 friends and get the table and get the car and figure it all out. Um, and it's in Boston. So I, yeah, I think one or two of their friends aren't going and I think a couple other kids are going. So they're just trying to get there right now. We're just trying to make sure they get the ticket. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We'll figure out like, where do we get the tux? Like we have to figure that out. I don't know to go around here. Yeah. Tux was fun. We did that. So my older son did not go. He, yeah, he and one of his good friends and a, a couple other people were in our basement watching Carrie. (laughs) <laughs> for their prom so that they, we ordered them pizza they watched they, he, he my older son was just not into it max kind of went back and forth and was like man nah, i'm not gonna go and then two days before i was like bought the ticket going and i want to wear a tuxedo and i wanted to have a top hat like he had all of these <laughs> so we had to go but it was so fun we went with like a couple other kids who decided last minute who were good friends with him so we have the pictures of all of them trying on their tuxes yeah, and like it was so fun awesome. to pick out a tux and Max wore a um, bright red, like he wore a tux, but it was black pants, bright red socks, patent leather shoes, a bright red um, jacket, uh, a bright red bow tie, and yeah, black shirt and a top hat. Love it. He looked so cute. It was so good. And he just went, it was a bunch of friends. I mean, it was, there were probably 30 kids all congregated at one of his friend's houses who, you know, it was like a group that we've known forever. So all the parents yeah. came, my mom's, like there were grandparents, there was parents, it was all nice. of us. They rented like two, you know, party buses and they, there were some couples and a bunch of kids who just were part of the, you know, yeah. group. Yeah. Um, so Max was just part of the group. And it nice. was, yeah, it was, it was, it was fun. You're going to love, like, there is, you know, you see them all dressed up and like, then you see, yeah. you know, it's just. I could you're see, gonna I cry. Could see... You're gonna cry. I cry. Oh yeah. Oh no. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. No. Totally. And I can see like probably Alex wants the color. Like I could see him picking like an orange or a red or something yeah. just fun, white yep. and fun. And I'm like, good. You should. Why not? Yep. Um. Yeah. I mean, we've been we've been encouraging them. Like, just go. Whatever. It doesn't matter. And if if a couple of your friends don't go, you're gonna know people there. It'll be fine. Yeah. We'll figure out transportation. I'm like, we could Uber it. It's not that big of a deal. Like, it's it's fine. But yeah. If they want to go, I mean. We didn't push Jack. They do. They yeah. do want to go. But, but if I they think do want to go, yeah, it's always, make them do it. Because they yeah. might, you know, I think for Max, he just felt like it was overwhelming. Like, 
getting a tux. Da, 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 da. Yeah. So when he finally made the decision, we were like, I was like, yeah, all this happens. You can, it all falls into place. Like, it, yep. Yeah. And tuxes are not cheap. So, no. Oh, I couldn't believe how much it was to rent a tux. A couple hundred, I'm sure. Right? Yeah. It was like, yeah. yeah, it was like two and change. So yours is going to be. Everything hurts you know, by man. Uh, times I'm o- two. <laughs> I'm over that. We've been dealing with that for a long time. Yeah. And the 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 biggest is the college bill is yeah, yeah. hurts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, twins. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We yeah we knew this was happening. Yep. Um, it's all good. Cool. Cool. All right, darling. I'm gonna go meal prep for the week. I'm making oh, a Mediterranean good. salad for my Ooh. lunches all week. That's good. I, I I have to figure that out too. I oh, I don't yeah. want to go to the supermarket. No, <laughs> I'm sure you have enough in your fridge to yeah. figure something well, out. Yeah. Well, and the, wait with the kids' internships, like we bought cold cuts and sandwich bread, like just something for them to like pack easy. Yeah. Because they'll be gone most of the day. Um, but for me, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not working five days in the office, so I I'll still have to have food at home. But I don't know. I'll figure it out. All right. Well, I'll talk to you next week. Yes. Bye. Bye.